Coming up on 5-Minute News. The Pope says sorry for indigenous residential schools in Canada. Prosecutor can't question state senator in Georgia, says judge. And US to plant a billion trees as climate emergency rages. It's Tuesday, July 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Pope Francis issued an historic apology on Monday for the Catholic Church's cooperation with Canada's catastrophic policy of indigenous residential schools, saying the forced assimilation of native peoples into Christian society destroyed their cultures, severed families and marginalised generations. I am deeply sorry, Francis said to applause from school survivors and indigenous community members gathered at a former residential school south of Edmonton, Alberta. He called the school policy a disastrous error that was incompatible with the gospel and said further investigation and healing is necessary. In the first event of his week-long penitential pilgrimage, Francis travelled to the lands of four Cree nations to pray at a cemetery and then deliver the long-sought apology at nearby powwow ceremonial grounds. Francis's words went beyond his earlier apology for the deplorable abuses committed by missionaries and instead took institutional responsibility for the Church's cooperation with Canada's catastrophic assimilation policy, which the country's Truth and Reconciliation Commission said amounted to a cultural genocide. More than 150,000 native children in Canada were forced to attend government-funded Christian schools from the 19th century until the 1970s in an effort to isolate them from the influence of their homes and culture. The aim was to Christianize and assimilate them into mainstream society, which previous Canadian governments considered superior. Ottawa has admitted that physical and sexual abuse was rampant at the schools, with students beaten for speaking their native languages. That legacy of the abuse and isolation from family has been cited by Indigenous leaders as a root cause of the epidemic rates of alcohol and drug addiction now on Canadian reservations. The prosecutor, who's investigating whether former President Donald Trump and his allies illegally tried to interfere in the 2020 election in Georgia, cannot question a lawmaker who signed a certificate falsely stating that Trump won the state, a judge ruled on Monday. Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney agreed with Republican State Senator Burt Jones that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis had a conflict of interest because she hosted a fundraiser last month for Jones's Democratic opponent in November's election for lieutenant governor. McBurney said during a hearing last week that Willis's decision to host the fundraiser was a what-are-you-thinking moment with horrible optics. Willis can still ask other witnesses about Jones, the judge said, but will not be able to bring charges against him. 
It's now up to the Prosecuting Attorneys Council of Georgia, a non-partisan association of Georgia's district attorneys, to appoint another prosecutor to determine whether any charges should be brought against Jones, one of 16 Georgia Republicans who signed the certificate falsely asserting Trump won the state and claimed to be the state's duly elected and qualified electors, McBurney wrote. The judge's decision disqualifying Willis from questioning Jones likely has no real bearing on the future of Willis's overarching investigation into what she has called a multi-state coordinated plan by Trump's campaign to influence the results of the 2020 election. But it served as a rebuke of Willis and provided ammunition to her critics, who have accused her of pursuing a politically motivated case. The Biden administration on Monday said the government will plant more than one billion trees across millions of acres of burned and dead woodlands in the U.S. West, as officials struggle to counter the increasing toll on the nation's forests from wildfires, insects and other manifestations of climate change. Destructive fires in recent years that burned too hot for forests to regrow naturally have far outpaced the government's capacity to plant new trees. That has created a backlog of 4.1 million acres in need of replanting, officials said. The U.S. Agriculture Department said it will have to quadruple the number of tree seedlings produced by nurseries to get through the backlog and meet future needs. That comes after Congress last year passed bipartisan legislation directing the Forest Service to plant 1.2 billion trees over the next decade, and after President Joe Biden in April ordered the agency to make the nation's forests more resilient as the globe gets hotter. Much of the administration's broader agenda to tackle climate change remains stalled amid disagreement in Congress where Democrats hold a razor-thin majority. That has left officials to pursue a more piecemeal approach with incremental measures such as Monday's announcement, while the administration considers whether to declare a climate emergency that could open the door to more aggressive executive branch actions. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.